It's time for a legendary introduction. Welcome to Unpacking the Box. I really think nobody does it better. Join the conversation as we cover everything from life and relationships. All a woman wants is a choice. Inspiring interviews. That just hit me. Wow. And everything in between. Just keeping it real. We keeping it all the way real. Whoa. Now let's start unpacking. This is Linnea, your host, and welcome back to Unpacking the Box podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? The show starts in 10, 9, I'm here with Robbie Kramer, who is a men's dating and lifestyle expert. He is the founder and CEO of Inner Confidence, Inc., a company that specializes in helping men to improve their social skills, dating, and love lives. And listen, we thank you for that because they need it, okay? (laughs) How are you? Welcome. (laughs) Thanks, Linnea. Great to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to talk to you because you have a very interesting job. I love it. Yeah, it's uh, it's never boring, that's for sure. <laughs> I bet. So for those who don't know, where are you from? Originally from Southern California, but um, I'm kind of a digital nomad these days. And now I'm living in uh, Kiev, Ukraine, which is uh, a really cool spot and uh, unknown to a lot of Americans. It's uh, People think it's really dangerous, but it's actually quite safe and it's an amazing place. Eastern Europe, I can't recommend highly enough. That good, yeah, because when I learned from where you were, I was like, I've never heard of that. It made me kind of like interested in it. So, okay, that's interesting to hear. Yeah, you should check it out. It's a cool, cool spot. Yes. So, tell us what led you down this path of becoming, you know, a men's dating and lifestyle expert. Like, was it something specific? No, it's basically just um, for my own sort of educational purposes. I, I was, uh, kind of clueless when it came to women and dating um you know kind of growing up I was like that that nerdy kid in in high school and college played on the golf team played poker um and just didn't really you know didn't party or didn't have like that sort of high school experience that a lot of guys do um so when I was you know and I had girlfriend here or there but when I graduated from college and I started working in an office uh, the idea of like going on a date was was very foreign to me I'd, I'd never actually been on a date you know I'd usually just meet girls through my classes or through you know my friends or whatever but once I was kind of in in the working world everything changed and um, it was it was you know I had all these questions I didn't know really what I was doing <laughs> so, <laughs> when I would get dates that they would usually you know I'd end up in the friend zone a lot of the time that was kind of the thing I'd hear all the time it's like oh I like you but uh, just as a friend so that was frustrating um, and I didn't really know what to do it, it, it didn't even really seem 
to me like something I could change. Um, mm-hmm. My attitude was just kind of like, well, you know, uh, some guys have game and other guys don't, and I don't really have any. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that that's kind of what got me into it, and then I started. Um, I I found a book that I'm sure you the listeners have probably heard of. It was by Neil Strauss, and it was called The Game. It was about these crazy kind of weird pickup artist guys who are running around and using magic tricks and all this weird stuff to uh, pick up girls. Um, so I read that book and it was it was interesting and a fascinating story, but I didn't really resonate with with the you know the the sort of like mindset and mentality of these pickup guys. Um, but that is what kind of got me into the personal growth world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I started attending a bunch of seminars and and working on my confidence and trying to improve just kind of all aspects. I lost a bunch of weight. Um, mm-hmm. That was really helpful. I learned how to dress, um, learned how to text and slowly but surely I, I got better. And then guys eventually started uh, listening to my podcast and reading my blog and asking me for to, to pay me for dating advice. So <laughs> that's yes. the, uh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. So like, what, what, like, how do you help them? Like, are you doing like one-on-ones with them? Is this like a hitch type of situation? Like you like are t- coaching them? <laughs> how do yes. you help them? Uh, yeah, it, it, sometimes it's like a hitch situation. Um, <laughs> you know, hitch is, it, obviously it's Hollywood. So that there's a lot of embellishment there, right? Right. For a good storyline. But yeah, a lot of the times they'll have a, a client and he, you know, he's fixated on getting this one particular woman. And I'm like, listen, man, it's, it's not a good attitude to have, <laughs> you know, but uh, I'm not going to turn him down if, if that's really what he wants to do and he's willing to improve himself. But the main way I work with guys um, is there, I, I have, first I start them out in like a virtual coaching program and it's mm-hmm. guys from all over the world. And um, I get them to go out and approach women and work on all the things that they can do on their own, like work on their fashion, work on their texting, learn about the mindsets, um, and getting a lot of feedback on what they're doing in terms of going on dates. And then after a couple of months, guys usually fly to Ukraine or or they come to the US when I'm there a couple of times a year and, and we do some in-person coaching. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, I love that. So let's say a man is ready to date. Like where should he begin? Well, good question. Um, most guys, just for kind of a lack of better options, I think rely way too much on online dating. And mm-hmm. online dating is very difficult because it's extremely looks-based and people aren't super invested when they're using online dating, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And and I tell guys, you know, that you can meet amazing women online, it's possible, but it's really difficult compared to meeting them in real life because Odds are, you know, if she's beautiful and she's cool, she probably has friends and she probably has a social life and she's being invited to things all the time. And, uh, you know, that typically means that she's not usually using online dating as a, as a real means to meet someone. A lot, of, a lot of people have profiles and, you know, they use them for attention and it always feels good to get a bunch of messages, whether you're a woman or a man, of course. But then when a push comes to shove, the flake rate is extremely high with online dating because it's like you're, you know, you're, <laughs> the mm-hmm. date's coming up and you're like, ah, do I really want to meet this person? Ah, right. I have that anxiety, right? So the, a, a, guys complain all the time that they just get a, 
a huge amount of flakes when it comes to online dating. So my strategy is I tell them to go out and meet women during the day. Uh, it's free. It's it's uh, you know you don't have to deal with bars and clubs and people drunk people and you know spending money on all that stuff. And it's mm -hmm. also great for your confidence to learn how to you know, interact with strangers and approach people and you have to deal with the fear of rejection. It's actually a, a quite uh, kind of a healing process for men. Like when I first started doing it, I was terrified just to, if I saw a beautiful woman like in the park, like just to go over and say, hey, you're cute. I wanted to meet you. Like I could not do that. It was totally like paralyzing and <laughs> the, the fear <laughs> of that was insane. But after, uh, after, a bit of coaching and, and some trial and error, it became something I really loved to do. And that was my main strategy um, for getting dates. And that's kind of what I teach the guys. Okay, I love that. But you know what, just as a woman, I think I speak for most women, like we do like when men approach us and they're direct with it though. Like, hey, this is what this is what they want. Like, hey, you're, you know, you, like you just said, you're cute. Like you wanna go on a date or something like that. Versus like that crazy pickup line type of, right. You know, like we don't like that. <laughs> no, the pickup lines are, are, are terrible. Um, I, I, there's a few kind of like funny, authentic. I mean, there's still lines, right? Because you, if, right. if you're saying them, but but as long as it's authentic and it doesn't sound like a line, then that's great. Like the one I use, I like to use a lot is, um, you know, especially if you're approaching a, a woman in in a sort of place that's kind of taboo, like in the gym, for example. Guys are like, can I approach women in the gym? I'm like, yeah, you can, but I would use this not to be that guy line, which is, hey, not to be that guy that like tries to hit on you in the gym, but I gotta be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Right, disclaimer, like, hold on. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's good. Okay, so. Yeah, that's because. I think of that too, like, though, like in a gym, I'm like, hmm, that's kind of like, you know, people are in their workout clothes and, you know, I don't know. I just think it, but I like how you start that off though. Yeah, it's fun. It's, uh, you know, you just have to make light of the situation, right? Or you see a girl in the park and you're like, hey, I saw you and I had to risk embarrassing the hell out of myself to come over here and meet you. <laughs> I'm Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? So. laughs> as long as you're direct and you throw in some some social awareness you know something that says okay i know what i'm doing is a little bit weird but because i'm calling that out i'm not weird then you should talk to me <laughs> so that's kind of the uh the mentality or the, the psychology underneath it i love it because it's like a good icebreaker too i love it <laughs> i love that it's fun right. you know and you it never is get, you know women love it like even if even if she has a boyfriend or married or whatever like you're gonna make her day so that's true okay that's that's definitely true <laughs> she's gonna be like she's gonna be like i still got it i still got it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes so let's say a man is dating with hopes of finding the one like where should he be looking i feel like this is a whole issue for like both parties right like where should you look for the one yeah i can uh talk a lot about that because I was searching for the one for years and years. I, I finally found her uh, recently, but I was searching in all the wrong places. And <laughs> that was <laughs> kind of the problem. Um, and where I was searching was kind of in the party scene. Uh, I was partying a lot. I was involved with um, 
a bunch of nightlife productions. I had some friends who were part of, who were like nightclub promoters and they ran model houses. And I kept meeting beautiful women, um, but they were, <laughs> a lot of them were toxic. Uh, and I was toxic. I'm not going to point fingers. I was definitely toxic. Uh, <laughs> and it just led to a ton of drama and turbulent relationships. Um, and obviously you can meet people partying and you can find good ones here and there. Um, but the best way I think to, to really meet someone who's like you is through your social circle. And, and that's how I met my, uh, my girlfriend now is there was a, another girl that I was friends with and she kind of had all the qualities that I wanted in a woman, um, except she was for whatever reason, just not really exactly a good fit for me. But I was like, you know, I bet she has cool friends that are just like her. So rather than, you know, trying to hook up with her and, and being like the, the horny guy, I was like, oh, I'm just going to friend zone her. And uh, sure enough, <laughs> sure enough, I, she introduced me to uh, my girlfriend, Maria. And uh, and that's always the best way to meet people through is through your social circle, because you get that immediate like third party validation. Yes. Well, congrats to you for finding the one. Thank um, you. But Long I'm glad. <laughs> But I'm glad you took that route and you just was like, you didn't go any further with the friend, right? Because that would have been weird. Like, okay, you meet her, you did something with a friend and then you met the other, you're the one. And yes. so, so I'm glad you were like, you know, friends are her, you know, in the beginning. So that was good. It was tempting, I have to tell you. Because, you know, she she was interested. Um, and uh, <laughs> my drunk self or my, you know, my horny self would have usually gone for it. But I was like, Robbie, this time, you know, don't, don't do that. And... <laughs> Sure, and finally it paid off so okay well that was that was a good move that was a good move yeah and, and i think it's important because guys will guys will know um you know like say there's a girl and she wants to hook up but you're not totally interested and, you know maybe you'd hook up but but likely you wouldn't be interested further like and and if you know she is then you're just going to end up in a situation where you're going to kind of break someone's heart and mm -hmm. use them not use them for sex obviously but like they're as a guy i think you can tell um and you should you should avoid those situations i i was definitely guilty of not avoiding those situations for many years and i think it it cost me a lot of opportunities by ending up in either relationships or situations that weren't a great fit for me but i you know if you end up in a relationship that's not a great fit and you know it and you waste two or three years i mean mm -hmm. that's that happens a lot i see that all the time with clients yeah so yeah that it was good that you made that decision I, I love that now what's the biggest mistakes that men make on dates so the biggest mistake is planning poor dates and um when you don't know what you're doing or you're just kind of doing the, the, the typical sort of dinner date um you end up in a situation that's not very ideal for moving the relationship forward so most guys they're like they go for dinner dates right pick a restaurant mm -hmm. you meet 8 30 you sit down you're, you know you're kind of sitting at a table you're getting interrupted by the waiter or the waiter and um you know the the staff and you're having this conversation um typically the guys make mistakes by firing off too many questions kind mm -hmm. of like uh they go into interview mode like Walter Cronkite mode, I call it. <laughs> what do you do? Where are you from? Uh, what was your major? And it's just question after question after question. 
and uh, they don't if they're really interested in, in her and they don't really give her an opportunity uh, to invest in the conversation enough, either they're asking too many questions or they're doing the opposite, which is talking about themselves the whole time. So to be a good conversationalist, it's better to be a good listener. Mm-hmm. And if she's on a date with you in the first place, obviously she's attracted to you or she wouldn't be on that date. Although if it's an online date, it's kind of like a blind date. So you might not totally know. But the best thing is to start with with something that's easy and and potentially fast so if if you're not clicking or if the energy is not right you don't have to you know waste a bunch of money and time in a situation that's not good for either of you so what i always recommend is is basically go for like a walk and talk for 30 minutes a park is great um you can you know meet at a coffee shop at the corner of a park grab a coffee and walk around and um, if it's going well after the, that 30 minutes, then go to another place, find a bar and have a drink um, or grab some ice cream, sit on a park bench. That's kind of like the next sort of stop. I like to, I like to kind of think about dates as, as different venues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, if, you know, if things are going well, you just keep going and you go to different places and you have that kind of fun experience together versus just sitting at a, a static dinner. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love that perspective too. Cause you do think, cause when I think of dates, we all just think like, okay, let's go to eat. Let's go out to a, a nice fancy restaurant, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's a better second date. Um, especially after you've kissed. Cause when you kiss, it's kind of like that, the cat's out of the bag. It's like, all right, we, we like each other. Um, and then it's, you know, it's not as, then you can do what I call a couple's experience. Once you've kissed, then you can do stuff like whatever you do is going to be interesting because you're kind of like a couple, not yet, but that's when I recommend doing something like dinner um, or going mm-hmm. to see a movie or, or doing something where the focus isn't on the conversation, it's on something else. But before that, I recommend, as I said, going to different venues, grabbing drinks, coffee, things that are light and easy and quick. Mm-hmm. But I've also, though, I guess most people go out to eat because they, you know, men know that women like to eat. We're foodies. So that's probably what they're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. But, yeah. But I agree with you. Yoda. That's that's good. That's good. I love it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's like, uh, <laughs> it's definitely, I mean, obviously it's not like the end of the world if you go to eat, right? Right. I just find that, that a lot of my clients will end up doing the same dates over and over, which is go to a fancy restaurant, you know, drop a couple hundred dollars and then they don't get a second date. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what did I do wrong? I'm like, well, you were probably boring on the date. The situation wasn't very dynamic. And you were just sitting there and making the same conversational mistakes you're probably always making. So that's mm-hmm. the, uh, if, if you're listening to this as a guy and, and you find yourself not getting a lot of second dates, it's probably to do with the fact that you're just not, your dating protocol or the, the way you're running your dates is uh, is not optimal. Mm-hmm. Yes, y'all heard that? Y'all about to get into it. You dropping some gems. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Hope so. Yes, you are. 
So for that woman who is wondering, because we've all wondered and some women are still wondering, like when is a man like ready to settle down? Can you shed some light? Because we want to know. Yeah, you know, some guys are never ready to settle down, I think. <laughs> <They're> just... <laughs> And then maybe, you know, some women too. Um, True. You know, it's just, <laughs> and if you're not ready, then like, don't beat yourself up and just keep having fun. Um, I'm 39 and it wasn't until like a year ago that I felt like I was kind of ready for, for something more serious. Um, and that's pretty late, you know? Um, and I was really glad that I had a lot of fun and kind of got all that stuff out of my system because now I don't, I don't look back and, and, you know, have that missing or that wanting or that yearning to like go out and party and be single and hook up and all that stuff that I used to do uh, because it's like been there, done that. It's, it's no longer interesting. It just feels like a bad hangover and a kind of a waste of time. <laughs> so, <laughs> but if, if you have the urge to do that, I think it's important as a guy that you do that, you see it through and you learn to like, if you want to have fun and like live, have, you know, check off everything on that sexual bucket list, like go do that. Because if you don't and you get in a relationship, you're going to end up wanting that later. And then that'll lead to like a broken marriage or there's kids involved and you got, you know, problems there and a whole, a whole host of things. You don't want to go and do that. You know, when you're 60 as like Chris Rock says, you don't want to be the old guy in the club. (laughs) 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 Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. Cause you know, we're always just, you know, wondering, I guess, cause women are more so inclined to settle down. I think before men sometimes like we're just ready. We're already ready for marriage and all that good stuff. And why the man is still like out here sowing his oats, you know, (laughs) which is fine. But it's like most of the time, like how you told the the young lady that you were, you know, friend zone her because you, you know, you want to get, you know, get more serious with her friend. I feel like that's a problem too. And that kind of intertwines with settling down. People are not, and on both parties, it's, it's both men and women are not being honest initially upfront with what they want out of each other, you know? Totally. Yeah. A lot of people are, are they don't know what they want or they, <laughs> it's hard to know what we want sometimes, you know? True. Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I certainly struggled with that for a long time, you know? And um, I think it is, as long as you're honest, I think that's the main thing, you know, like don't get in a relationship knowing you're going to cheat. Like just be honest about the fact that, you know, you either want to be in an open relationship or, or you, you can't do it. Um, and you'll, you'll be surprised. Like, there's a lot of women out there who, who are down for that and who are interested in that and you just have to find the right ones so mm-hmm. a, a lot of guys think like oh every woman wants monogamy and i can't you know and then so they end up becoming like these serial monogamous cheaters and uh you know that just leads to a bunch of drama mm-hmm. i agree so i just you know i just wish everybody could just be honest <laughs> yeah it's just tell the truth yeah you know it's it's hard um i was a uh, in my like mid to late 20s, I was like a horrible cheater, cheated on all my girlfriends because I didn't have the balls to <laughs> to set up the sort of relationship I wanted from the get go. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know how to have that conversation because I felt like I was doing something wrong or, you know, that I wasn't supposed to do. But 
eventually when I, I realized the error of my ways and started being kind of honest from up front, it was, it was amazing because I, there was no more drama and, uh, less drama, <laughs> but there was no more cheating. Right? <laughs> right. And, uh, when you're, when you're straightforward, people, people really respect that and they, they might not want to date you, but they'll at least think highly of you and you never know, you, maybe you'll meet a, a friend through them, um, or, or something else. So, you know, having having the courage to be honest is a, a huge sort of component that I think is really important. Yes, I agree. I agree. So what guidance would you give to a man? Let's say he went on countless failed attempts, you know, at dating, online dating, in-person dating. He's looking for the one. He can't seem to find the one. So now he's in a space where he's just giving up. He's like, I quit. I'm not doing it anymore. You know, what would you tell that man? Um, wait, so he's he's wanting to, he's just like throwing in the towel. He's like, I- Yeah, he's like, I'm done. Cause he's tried and you know, it's just not working out. And he's like, I'm not dating anymore. I'm not looking for the one anymore. And that's just the mental space that he's in right now. Yeah, that's tough because, um, you know, from from the sounds of it, it sounds like my, maybe he just needs a little break. You know, if, if you're searching for the one and you don't find her, it's not like you can just throw in the towel and, and think you're not going to care, right? That feeling will obviously come back because if you're searching for the one, obviously you want to find love and, and share your life with someone, find a, a companion and a partner. So pretending that, you know, you're not going to want that later is kind of silly. But if you need to take a break from dating and go meditate for a while, I think that's, that's a great option. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. You know, do something to you know, to, to grow yourself, um, you know, take a vacation and just, you know, get, give up dating for a couple months, but then know that you're going to come back to it and just work on improving yourself, getting in, you know, get in awesome shape, uh, work on your career and your finances. And then when you come back to it, you know, get help, hire someone like me who, who's an expert and can tell you exactly what you're doing wrong uh, and give you feedback on areas that you're weak in. And, you know, got, Guy, guys always think they're good at uh, at poker and sex. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like the the manly thing. Yeah, I'm good at poker, I'm good at sex. But, but you know, the reality of the situation is most of us really suck at both of those things. And we're only good in, until we, we learn the ropes. <laughs> right. You are hilarious. Stop it crying. Oh my goodness. True. Very true. <laughs> Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with admitting that, you know, like, well, you know, I, I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm going to learn from someone who does. And, you know, that's the fastest way to get good at anything is find a mentor, um, you know, set aside some time to invest in yourself and study and, and you'll succeed. But it's just kind of like a pride thing where most guys think it's like weird or, or not manly to get help in this area. And I, th I think that's what stops guys the most. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great advice. I love y'all listening, men. Do you hear it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So when you are not, you know, working, if you get a little bit of break time, what do you like to do for fun? Uh, I love to golf. Um, okay. And uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a big sports guy. I love boxing, golf, ice hockey. And I've recently gotten into chess, which is uh, <laughs> definitely a little on the, on the more nerdy side, but uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm addicted to chess, which I never thought would be possible. <laughs> okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I love that. Yeah, my that. girlfriend likes it too, so it's fun. Oh, oh that's so cute. Y'all play chess together. Oh, oh yeah. 
<laughs> used to be the guy in the club and partying and now I'm playing chess. So all my friends oh. are stuck. <laughs> it's the growth. I love it. I love the growth. <laughs> you guys. So what about movies? Are you in the movies? You have a like all time favorite movie. Um, all time favorite movie. I think I've got to say Shawshank Redemption. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Good That's revenge good one. one, you know? So. That's a good one. Yes. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. I've, uh, recently, I've been watching that. Um, I've been actually watching that show, The Crown. Have you seen that one on Netflix? I heard of it, but I have not watched it. It's interesting. It's all about the, you know, the, the British obviously the the king and the queen and all that stuff <laughs> the royal <laughs> the royal family sorry <laughs> <laughs> i heard of it but i've never watched it before yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i gotta tell you since you like help guys and stuff with dating and communication specifically um so my husband we have like this ongoing joke right so we like to watch titanic together Are you familiar with titanic like the movie the movie mm-hmm yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Leonardo so we, DiCaprio, the, the the original, right? Yes. I love course, this from yeah. Leonardo. So, <laughs> <laughs> so me and my husband have this joke, right? We watched the movie, but he's so he has like this grudge against Rose because he feel like Rose should have pulled Jack up on the little board or whatever. And I tell him, well, Jack should have communicated that. That's the problem now with men, they don't communicate. And he was like, Well, he was in the water shaking. He still should have said, Can I get up there by you or something like that? So we got like this ongoing back. I like that analogy. That's great. Yes, he's so. And I was like, see, that's why men have to communicate. Okay. So, yes, we always, you know, he's just so mad at Rose. Oh my goodness, it's so funny. (laughs) Have you heard of um, nonviolent communication? A guy named uh, Marshall Rosenberg? No, I haven't. That's a really cool, you can check out it. He's on YouTube. Um, if you just look up nonviolent communication, you'll see like a, I think it's like an hour and a half long video. Um, and that's amazing. It, it's, and it's, the, the, the title's a little bit misleading. It's, it's not about like, it's basically just about how to, how to have really loving, awesome, open conversations and talk about everything. Mm-hmm. So I learned a lot from that. I would recommend that to the listeners. Um, okay. but yeah, communication is so important. I think it's, you know, it's really hard to like, to, to, a lot of the time for me, like I'm feeling something and I don't even really know exactly what I'm feeling. I'm just pissed or I'm sad or I'm whatever. But you know, emotions are weird because there's layers to everything and communicating our emotions, especially for guys can be really difficult. So having, uh, you know, having kind of like a method to do that or a way to, to get more in touch with what's going on for us emotionally, I think is really key. And, uh, you know, the, obviously communication and relationship is everything, right? Like, mm-hmm. and um, if, if you're, if you basically, they said, you know, you're going to have conflict and drama and fights in any relationship, but as long as it's like a five to one ratio. So every five good interactions, there should be one bad one. And uh, that's kind of like the healthy balance I've heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Now, and I wrote down the, um, what you just said, the nonviolent communication. I'm going to check that out. Yes. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. All right. So now we come to the top of the show that I love. Every guest loves it. All the audience loves it. So it's called Unpack Your Backs. And basically, that's where every guest gets like one minute, you know, no one's counting to say whatever you want to say. Maybe it's something, you know, on your chest you want to leave, encouraging words, or whatever it is you want to say. Okay. 
Um, let's see. Well, I mean, the thing that uh, I'm, I'm telling my clients all the time and I'm telling guys, it's, it's really, I'm, I'm trying to encourage them to get out there and talk to women, uh, talk to strangers. There's actually a, an interesting article that came out recently about the power of talking to strangers and how it's actually very therapeutic and healing. You know, we're kind of taught this stranger danger, don't talk to strangers thing as kids. And obviously, you know, as a kid, this is, it's true. You don't want to be running around talking to everyone because you might end up in someone's van, right? But as adults, <laughs> as adults, there's humongous power in putting yourself out there and taking risks um, and kind of building those social freedom muscles. Um, you know, something as silly as uh, I tell my clients to go out on the sidewalk if, if they have some like social anxiety or they're worried about how they're going to per- be perceived by others, uh, just go to a busy place and just lie down on the sidewalk and, and stay there for a minute until people are you know starting to call the, the ambulance because they're worried you're, <laughs> you're, die- you're dead or something. Um, it's a great way to just stop caring so much about what other people think of you. It's awesome for your confidence um, and it will lead you to then doing things like going up and talking to that beautiful girl you see in the park or at the gym or the grocery store or whatever. And if you're talking to, if you're talking to women that you wanted, like if you see a woman you that, that you're attractive and, you, and you're consistently going and talking to those women, you're not going to have any problem getting dates or finding an awesome, you know, the one or, or whatever you're looking for. But if you're just sitting around, you know, trying to use online dating and, and just not really, you know, taking any risks, you're just not going to end up with much. Yes, I love that. Yes, you've been dropping gems throughout this whole episode, and I know they're going to get all of this goodness that you didn't drop today. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was so fun talking to you. Yeah, you too. It was great. You're an awesome interviewer. Oh, thank you. Now, before you leave, I want to make sure that you let the people know where they can reach you, all your handles, website, all that good stuff. Yeah, for sure. If you go over to innerconfidence.com, you can uh, grab a, a downloadable PDF of the perfect first date. So I was talking a little bit about that. It's very easy. You can just kind of plug in all of your own personal stuff to that and you'll you'll have that perfect date lined up so you won't have to you know do those dinner dates and and you won't have any confusion around what you're doing anymore um so that's there on my site and my podcast is also there and all the other stuff so yeah head on over to innerconfidence.com listen make sure you guys connect with robbie he's amazing and what he's doing is inspiring especially for us ladies okay he's helping the men for us all right so you want to make sure you support this man all right so i want to thank you again you're so welcome. You are a great guest, an excellent guest. I'm so thankful that you came on the show and you are inspiring. And so thank you so much. Thank you. And it was awesome being on. Yes. All right, child. We are out. All right. Before you leave, keep up with your girl on Instagram at unpacking underscore the underscore box underscore podcast. And you can click the link in my bio over there and it will direct you to every single thing that I have going on, everything that I'm doing. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you as always. I'm thankful and grateful for you like always. And if you're enjoying the show, leave your girl a rating on Apple Podcasts. I love reading you know, what type of impact I am making on those who are listening to the show. So yes, let me know y'all. All right. 
Be well.